Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we are live at the Battle of Alberta Golf Tournament, Red Deer Golf and Country Club, and it is for the Central Alberta Child Advocacy Center. This event, uh, the first edition, was back in uh, 2018, and Terry Lowen called me up and said, can you come down and uh, help MC and do the event? And then uh, it grew to the point in 2021 after the pandemic with a second edition uh, where we ended up doing the showdown here as well as a couple of events. And uh, yesterday was just off the charts in terms of what people accomplished. I can tell you that. Uh, this is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation. Thank you to uh, Chorus Engineer Angie Quinnell for making the trek down from Edmonton getting us set up here live in location. Uh, Cam Moon helped out in the first hour. We heard from Frank Saravalli as well as Stuart Skinner. Hour number two, uh, a man that knows uh, as much about uh, child advocacy as anybody. Uh, and his story has touched a lot of people. He is an order of Canada a recipient Sheldon Kennedy in 29 seconds time. Ron McLean will be on the show in this hour as well. He is uh, the main MC for the event and we'll hear from uh, Edmonton Oilers forward Dylan Holloway. A reminder, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063 and get the new floors you always wanted. Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd uh, Street, 111th Avenue and that is open um Monday to Saturday. And uh, the River Cree Resort Casino hotline is 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort Casino Excitement Benedict. As we are uh, pleased to be joined by our headliner for today's show for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. We welcome back to the show Sheldon Kennedy. Sheldon, how you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. It was Pretty a good. fun night last night, wasn't it? <laughs> I didn't see you with any sparkle on. No, I know. Well, it was, uh, it was a motel theme and uh i can't wear sparkle at my current weight because it's just too noticeable so hey hey i think it would have looked good you think it would have looked oh, good yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah so we had a lot of people with sparkle last night and some sparkling personalities and oh, then some yeah. ne'er-do-wells like yours truly but uh so tell me this uh this in and terry loan was a teammate of yours in swift kern and he's one of the drivers behind this and and this in the large part is in part because of your story and the journey that you personally took and and now you're uh one of the foremost experts on this and a person that really pushes and advocates uh to support uh, vulnerable children uh, there must be some pride in what gets accomplished when you have you know two nhl organizations working in concert uh with uh you know with 
the community here in Red Deer. It's it's mm-hmm. become a hell of an event, hasn't yeah. it? Well, it's awesome, and and you know it really goes back. I mean, I look at Terry and Al Sim, and you know the whole committee around the uh, the golf tournament committee, and you know I remember their original coalition that came down to the Sheldon Kennedy Child Advocacy Center in Calgary, and you know they had a, a rash of. Uh, uh, youth suicides in this community and and uh you know lindsey moore uh and her father rick and and uh um you know that was they 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 came together to want to make a difference and and uh so i mean it's really been unbelievable watching this community um just get this get this moving i mean we were just doing a tour of the the, the center i mean it's seventy thousand square feet we've got treatment centers for adolescent six uh, 16 bed treatment centers we've got sexual assault centers we've got the child advocacy center we've got 41 counseling uh rooms with alberta health we're on the campus of the polytech and and then and then you look at the tournament um that was put on and we were looking for a a uh, uh you know an event that was going to be able to hopefully draw and create um you know a good a good portion of funding but also awareness and you know when you bring together the the battle of alberta i mean you bring together the you know the heavyweights of of the oilers organizations and the flames organizations you bring them together into red deer which is a hockey crazy community and you know and a lot of big memories around you know those those glory years of the battle of alberta you create a spectacular event and you know i got to give credit to to both organizations all those that are participating because you know they're just you know they come out and tell stories and and they make people feel good and that's what it's about right people want to hear those stories they want to see a little bit of competitiveness and and uh and when we're getting all of that and some yeah absolutely so when you were uh, growing up uh, and then eventually in the, i mean at that time i mean the oilers and the flames from 1983 to 1990 represented the western conference every year in the stanley cup final edmonton winning five calgary playing uh winning one uh you know and 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 they were but the rivalry, like all great rivalries, at times there was skullduggery on the ice, and that just kind of came with. And frankly, I loved it. Like I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, I didn't necessarily have the courage to do it myself in '82, '83 when I was 15 and 16, but uh, thoroughly admired. I mean, it, it was. At, and it's kind of ironic because you know I get to, as you know, do the Oilers games now, and Cam and me, and Jack Michaels and myself on radio, and get to work on the sports. And so I got to watch the greatest. I think the greatest players ever played. Connor, I think this guy's the most advanced player we've ever seen in the game you know you grew up and then do you think maybe watching those battles of alberta and it like your journey obviously got taken in a different direction but as a player did did you try stuff as a result of watching the gretzky's and trying to be like a gretzky or a messier on the ice absolutely i mean you know that's we grew up in a little town right on the border of manitoba saskatchewan we probably had three channels yeah (laughs) if we're lucky with moving the rabbit ears on the up on the on the antenna so you know it was uh it was calgary edmonton Right, yeah, and 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 that's who we watched, and and it was awesome, and you know, so you know, to be able to see Lanny here and Patterson, and you know, McCowan, and then you know, you see Krishnaliski, and you see you know Bucky, who I knew, I played some junior with with uh, Kelly, and you know, you just see see those people. I mean, we learned. I mean, you think of how. You know, I mean, when you watch Coffee wind it up behind the net, or you know, Curry and Gretzky and Tikkanen, I mean, that whole group. I mean, not only were they 
were they talented, but they all played hard. Yeah. And and they played hard. And they, and I think, you know, there you know, we learn from that. You you can't just be a talented player and not play hard. You gotta play hard and, and that doesn't mean fight and drop the gloves and be dirty. It's just a matter of playing hard. So, you know, we loved I loved I was always you know, I was always one of the Edmonton Oilers. I was always a big coffee fan. I loved yeah. the way he skated. And uh, you know, so whenever we were playing road hockey uh, out in the out in the laneway, that I was always Paul Coffey, and <laughs> or, or, <laughs> then I got to play with him in Detroit, in which Detroit. was awesome. Yeah, uh, we'll get to Detroit in a second. We're joined by Sheldon Kennedy. We're here at the Battle of Alberta Golf Tournament Red Deer for the Central Alberta Child Advocacy Center. Uh, so my father, and it was long since passed, but he got remarried, and uh, the woman he married, uh, his uh, her. Uh, her nephew uh, was uh, your former t- uh, teammate, Peter Kozelski, who's now a police officer in Edmonton. Stephen Kozelski was a kicker, uh, and actually in the World League of American Football, but also at the U of A when I was doing the games. And so, you know, and you were on, like, the all-skill-wide and swift because they had Brian Sackett yeah. was your linemate with Peter. I mean, those guys were all 100-point guys back then. Yeah, they were, and uh, Peter was awesome, so was Brian. But, uh, yeah, old, we used to call him Murmur. <laughs> I'm like, he would always talk so soft, and I couldn't understand what he was saying, so I'd like, speak up, and, uh, and, uh, no, Peter's awesome, I see him, we actually rode in the, in the bicycle, the ride for cancer bike, uh, ride together, okay. uh, not together, but we had put a team in, and, and, uh, so I'd seen him there, and then, uh, you know, I saw him in Calgary at one of the events, but, uh, Peter's an awesome guy, and easily could have been an NHLer, uh, you know, just, Ten for, penalty, for minute, reason, ten ten penalty, penalty minutes, minutes in a year in the Western League back in those days was yeah, not a lot. So. Yeah, but uh, great guy. Yeah. That's the most important thing, yeah. and he's doing great work. With I think last I talked to him, he was in recruiting with the Edmonton Police and and uh, doing a great job of that. Uh, so Ken Holland uh, took over the Oilers four years ago. They haven't missed the playoffs since. The Oilers have got the eighth best record in the NHL. They've played as many playoff series as anybody else in the last two years, and he's the man that drafted you, wasn't he? Like He scouted you and pretty much pushed for you to get Drafted. Kenny Holland was living in Medicine Hat, and they drafted me uh, in second pick in the fourth round. And uh, yeah, that was that was a good draft for them in '89, <laughs> wasn't it? Right? The guy in the third round was that the '89 draft? Ford, well, Lindstrom and Fedorov yeah. was in that draft, so. so they did pretty good there. They did pretty good. They missed the mark on one guy, myself. But hey, the uh, Mike uh, Sillinger tell you they missed the mark on him. Oh too. yeah, and, and well, Corey Kosher was the first rounder yeah. that year. But uh, yeah, Kenny was our Kenny was our scout. I actually saw him when we were up in Edmonton doing the, some of the charter work there with the uh, with the Oil Kings. But uh, you know, it's great to. See See, I love seeing people have success, and Kenny's obviously had success. And I mean, you know, the the new hire by the Oilers, Jeff Jackson. I mean, Jeff and I tell, are yeah, tell very good friends. Uh, Jeff was uh, working for a law firm uh, back in 1997 and was uh, instrumental in in uh, helping me uh, with my rollerblade journey in my early days of getting everything set up across the country. Uh, so you know, we're 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 great friends, and it's just real. I think it's I think it's a strong hire, and. You know, and then we look at Bob. You know, Bob Nicholson, who was with Hockey Canada in the early days. I mean, you know, many conversations him and I had about, you know, how are we going to make a difference? I think Bob tells the story is his first day in the job, he was <laughs> golfing down in Montreal and they got the call about, uh, you know, the, the charges that were laid against Graham James. And, and uh, you know, so he, he had a journey and there was a lot of pressure to make some, some good decisions. And I think at that time uh, he made some good decisions. Collectively, we decided that we were going to... Try 
try to you know make prevention and you know empower the bystanders by by giving people the tools to to know how to react and to know how to understand and to know where to go uh you know if they witness or feel something that's not right and then yeah so you know i've got a lot of connections up there and and uh good friends of mine and and uh, people that i believe uh uh helped helped move these issues in a significant way early on well sheldon look i think we all recognize you got some things taken away from you and that goes without saying but you've come out of it and you've tried to make the most of it uh, and i'm just wondering from your perspective even though we've got to continuously educate yeah are we at a better place maybe than we were 25 30 35 years ago dealing with issues absolutely like we're yeah. in a way better place i mean you know we were just talking about you know think about think about talking about prevention back in 1997 compared to today but i mean look at the conversations we have today look at the money we raised last night we raised 770 some thousand dollars and we're not done yet right and, yeah and you know and we so we understand the importance of this and i think you know when we understand the magnitude of it and i think the biggest thing is if we understand the impact and the impact yeah. is real i mean if we look Look at the numbers. Over 80% of adults in, in, in detox and treatment centers have disclosed early childhood abuse. So if you look at the connection to, you know, addiction and, and you know, and, and being abused as a child of any form, uh, it's significant. And, you know, so then we look at the issues of, you know, kids that are being abused. Well, 95% of the kids that are abused are abused by somebody they know. And over 50% of the kids are abused by a parent or caregiver. So these issues are close to home, which makes them very sensitive and difficult to investigate or to look into. And it's not just a child problem it's a it's a family problem right. and so you know hence the reason why we need to come at this as an integrated model and i mean if you look at it and you correlate it to a hockey team I mean, you know, we spend our whole careers trying to work together to be able to build a strong team, to be able to understand how each other works, how the defense works, their role, how they're going to move it up to a forward. We've got to understand the game plan. We spend our whole career learning about that, where if you look at the, you know, you look at the, the frontline workers and the professionals working in this space, most of them never, ever talk to each other. So what our goal is, is to bring the police, the social workers, the healthcare workers, the education workers, bring them together, teach them how to work together create a team so we get a better community approach and we get a better understanding of who's in front of us we're not just looking at it through police lens we're looking through it through a a, collect, a collective lens of of all the agencies that have the legislative mandate to do this work and i i believe and i know we're going to get better outcomes because the goal is is to turn kids around early if they've been identified that they've been hurt in this way and we we know where the majority of these kids end up they end up on our streets they end up you know going down paths that you know um, take them to you know most of the time it's the streets or it's in trouble it's being uh, you know being arrested as juveniles I mean the stats just clarify that and so our goal is to get ahead of it early and uh, I think that what we've created here through the help of both the Flames and the Oilers is is something that's unique and special. We're putting a huge uh, emphasis on research. The Polytech, we're on the Polytech campus here in Red Deer. They've already dedicated three research chairs that are going to really measure uh, the outcomes and measure and, and create curriculum so that we can teach young nurses, young police officers, young social workers, young uh, teachers the impacts of trauma, how to, how to work together, how to communicate with one another and how to work as a as a team in our community to get better results than we see in today. Shallow, let me ask you this. I mean, how many how many teams or organizations do you speak to in the course of a year? Ah, uh, well, I mean, I don't speak to t- too many too, ma- too many was there teams. A period, was there a period where? But you I do- mean, but we, you know, we 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 train. Uh, you know, we've 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 
we have mandatory training on these issues for, yep. for over, we've trained over a million and a half people. We're closing in on two million and mandatory. So, um, you know, that's ongoing. We're actually building the respect charter uh, for the whole Western League uh, and the CHL, which is basically, you know, I think we're at 2.0 now. I mean, I think we spent a lot of years just trying to build a confidence and a clarity uh, around the issues that we're talking about. You know, what is abuse? What is discrimination? You know, what is bullying? And now we're at, okay, how do we communicate that? How do we talk about that? And I think if we look at what we're trying to create, we're trying to create a psychological safe workplace. We know that, you know, the, the most successful organizations, whether it's in sport or outside of sport, have the safest, most uh, 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 psychologically safe workspace out of anybody. I mean, that's how you create winning teams. And so, but we never put an emphasis on and an importance on that piece of it like we need to. And I think that we need to be, in, uh, it needs to be, uh, we need to go at it with intent and it needs to be part of our day to day. And I think sometimes when we talk about the game, we talk about the game being 75% mental. Well, we, it is, but I think we really lack on giving it the attention that it needs. And I think that, you know, it is about understanding that we've got a room full of individuals. Everybody's different. Everybody learns different. Uh, everybody is, is, um, you know, everybody is, is, uh, absorbs information differently. And, and that's the way we need to come about it. So it's about mutual respect for well, one another. Yeah. And that's what it is, right? And, and, and that's a taught skill, in my opinion. And, uh, and that's where I think, that's where we are. That's where the issues are. So yes, we have came along, come along. Well, I well. think, you know, it's funny. I think of Claire Drake and he had a short lived pro experience. He was the coach at the University of Alberta. And I was a kid watching this and he got, he was with the orders for about a year. And the comment was, well, he's not right for pro hockey. And he believed that the, the key to getting the most out of people was, uh, you know, treating them with respect and dignity from the beginning, and then you engender passion from them. They don't want to fail you when you do that because it's counter to what they've been brought up every step of the way. And now we look at it, and, and that's kind of how you do. I, I think of like what the work Jay Woodcroft has done with the Oilers the last two years. He's today's coach now. Like, yeah. he's not a guy that believes in breaking people down and building them up or having control in relationships. Yeah. There's there's a mutualness in terms of how he approaches each of the situations with his respective players. So, you know, Claire was from a different time, and he's long since gone, and he eventually did, un, you know, he got into the Hockey Hall of Fame. Uh, but, you know, I, after, unfortunately, he passed away, and I think of Jay and what the Oilers might have with the, a younger coach that's got today's feel and today's read. And I do think that maybe we're seeing Jay be a byproduct of some of the changes that were systemic, in my opinion, to kind of hold in hockey back for a while. And I think now we've seen some growth in that regard. Absolutely. And I think, you know what, you're, you're bang on, I think, Bob. And, I, you know, we talk about systemic. And I think people get their the hair on their back of their neck stand up and they because they don't really understand systemic. Systemic isn't on an individual level. Systemic is a system. And a system is is that a system operates a certain way. And it's hard to veer out of that system. And, and you know, and I think what we're seeing right now is we're seeing that systemic shift. We're seeing players that aren't reacting to the to the way the system was. Right. So we're there is growth and that's changing and that's you know and there's very few of those old 
I guess, systemic styled coaches left in the league right. today. So you're seeing the Jay Woodcrofts. You're seeing the, you know, those, you know, those kind of oh, new, guy, the, new the guy era in Calgary, the, the, the new guy yeah. in Calgary. And I don't mean, right. look, I'm not going to disparage Daryl Sutter. The man won two Stanley Cups. No. He coached from it, the time that he was 31 until 68, 37 yeah. years yeah. in the game. I'm just saying that sometimes a newer voice. Well, and, and it's change. I mean, Every organization, I mean, you know, we're not driving Model Ts today. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when we look at everything, everything evolves, and yep. the game is evolving, and this is part of evolving, and and I think it's it's part of learning and understanding. I mean, you know, the way we parented, the way that we coached, the way the world was when I grew up, I mean, that type of belittling mindset was almost the way it was. And, you know... Um, knowing what we know today probably wasn't the best way right actually we know it wasn't the best way but um you know i think that people will look back at the where we're at today in 30 years or whatever it is and say geez there there needs to be another shift so you know to me it's about you know staying staying with the best information that we know on how to get the best results and and uh um you know, to me, we know more today. We know better today, and to know better is to do better. And I think that's what—that's uh, where we're going. Well, it's great seeing you here again, and uh, we find a way to to have you on our show once a year. Thank you for uh, swinging by because I know you're making the rounds out of the event today, and uh, continued uh, great work in a in a very difficult uh, area. And we'll stay in touch down the road, shall we? Yeah, well, it's always always a pleasure to have a good conversation on yes. this stuff. Bob. Uh, Thank abs- you very much. Absolutely. We'll take a quick time out. You're listening to Oilers now. Bob. Stoffer and Red Deer Golf and Country Club Battle of Alberta Golf Tournament for the Central Alberta Child Advocacy Center. If you missed the last half hour, you missed Sheldon Kennedy, and he was our Oilers Now headliner. Brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock today. W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. I've got multiple texts coming on on Sheldon's appearance. We'll tell you guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite Teppanyaki Steak Restaurant. Don and his staff, uh, they'll look after you. You can book your celebrations for the census at jvedmonton.ca. And, hey, Cam Moon and myself both drove our vehicles courtesy of Brentridge Ford in Wetaska and where cars cost less down to Red Deer for the event. Uh, Brentridge Ford, known for their top self, uh, top shelf service department. They don't forget about you after you purchase a vehicle. Call Uncle Melt Rich Johnny and let the team at Brentridge Ford make you a repeat customer. 780-352-6048, your Ford truck authority on the auto mile in Wetaska. Randy Kilburn has a global news weather traffic update coming up and then... We will hear from NHL uh, Hockey on Rogers and Hockey Night in Canada's Ron McLean, as well as Dylan Holloway in the final half hour of this show.